Welcome to What's Your Therapy, the podcast that looks to explore and dispel the myths around therapy and what that means to the individual. My name is Natalie McIver, and I'm a psychotherapist working in private practice with a background in grief and loss. I have a particular interest in neurodiversity, trauma, menopause, and addiction. Each week, you'll hear me talk to therapists, practitioners, facilitators, coaches, guides, and mentors about their modalities, how they work, how they can help, and what to expect, plus a little bit of their own story. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's get on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode of What's Your Therapy with me, Natalie McIver. This week, I'm joined by a very special human being called Aman Bandau, and the reason that I have invited Aman onto the podcast is because of the impact, actually, that he has had on on my life personally over the years. And I feel that he's got something very special to share with all of you lovely listeners. Now, Aman is the um, founder of the Little Earth Centre, which is, as he says, is a lovingly built holistic health and retreat centre in Wolverhampton. And um, Aman, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Hi, Natalie. Thank you for having me in your beautiful space. I'm looking forward to sharing from the heart. Mm, thank you so much. Um, Aman, please, would you mind just telling us a li- little bit about the Little Earth Centre? Ah, oh, yeah. Little Earth. Um, it's a very special place. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's been a year in the process of um, from idea to building to opening. Um feels like a short space of time but it's was it's a lifetimes of work um it's a space it's a safe space i wanted to create a safe space for people to come and heal to come and feel mm-hmm. and just to express themselves and feel seen and it's an extension of who i am as a human and Everything that Little Earth is, is something that I wanted in my life. And okay. so everything that what's there is something that is for me, but also to share that as well. Um, as I feel it's really important to share this amazing journey that I've been on and give people access to the things that I have. Mm. Aman, there's such a generosity in that in that wanting to share with others and I certainly feel that off of you um for my listeners out there uh Aman has a really fantastic Instagram page which I will link you into at the end of the uh, the podcast but um you're always very generous with, with what you share with your experiences you know from your sort of biohacking days through to a more um a more healing process it feels like you've leaned more towards that um rather than the sort of more rigid biohacking world but perhaps you could uh tell us what's led you to this this point you know from i suppose from the biohacking point of view to where you are now and for those people who don't know what biohacking is perhaps you could tell them <laughs> yeah, um i feel like the journey really began with biohacking and kind of finding a way to kind of optimize 
I was kind of always in and out of health, um, kind of done stints of being really healthy for six months, then dropping out and then going drinking, smoking, partying and kind of dropping in and out of the not being consistent with where where I was going. And then kind of Wim Hof came around and I found this crazy Dutchman sitting ice. I seen an Instagram post with it and it was like, whoa, this looks interesting. Um, and I was doing a lot of running before that and the training and stuff. And then I went to a breathwork workshop, done, a, done the Wim Hof workshop. And I was like, what has just happened to me? Like, I don't understand is it just blew me away. It really did. Like, What it, part of that blew you away, Amon? The after effect of me feeling like I have just taken ecstasy is just like it yeah. was a part of me that was just like, wow, I don't know what, what is going on inside me. I don't know what's just the right, what's coming up. Um, it's so powerful, is, isn't it? It's the, yeah. And the cold, the cold for me was like, the breath was like uh, just this whole thing that I just don't understand. I didn't understand at the time how mm. powerful the breath was and then dropping into the ice was like whoa what is this like how you know and I feel like there's the ice there's a place that you can't hide in the ice I feel like uh, we go around and we can in a lot of healing modalities we can hide and we can still hide from stuff and bullshit to ourselves pardon me um and you feel free <laughs> yeah with the, the ice is it's a place it's just you and the ice and nothing else exists mm. and the cold there's no chatter there's no it's just you and the ice and how long can you stay how can you relax into your body um and that was the rabbit hole to open up into the like the biohacking world and then then i found um Similan, I think his name is. He's like a biohacker, and then the red light, all the devices, and the saunas, and then I got, I got oh. a bit away. Yeah, I'm a very gadget man. <laughs> this makes me smile. My listeners yeah, won't yeah. be able to see this, but yeah. uh, Aman is the king of biohacking gadgets, which I love. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's uh, it, it got a bit of a problem to be honest at one stage because it was literally, <laughs> I'm like a bit of a magpie. I see something shiny and I want it. Um, so what gadgets do you have, Amon? Please share that with us. If oh, okay, yeah. So I have a the the biggest purchase is the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Um, now, for for anyone who doesn't know, and I'm sure quite a few of us don't, what is that? It's really it's basically a chamber that. Um, compresses the air around you to like four meters below sea level and then you breathe in 96 percent pure oxygen um it's an amazing piece of kit for all sorts of like for anti-aging it helps with alzheimer's helps with recovery it gives me for me what it really gives me is a space to just drop into with no noise and just do just be alone for an hour <laughs> quite regular um but i have a my brother and i brought it for my family as well like for them to use because i want i want my family to see the benefits of it but it's it's an amazing piece i would tell everyone to recommend to go and research oxygen therapy because it's just it's mind-blowing what it can do for you and um, i have an infrared sauna and that is my yeah that's the best it's the best that is i just love i love my saunas every day I have some um, lymphatic drainage suit boots. Um, I have all the guns and the 
brain tap devices and breath yeah there's quite a lot to be honest have yeah. you got that thing that you stick in your mouth yeah, what's yeah, that called aerofit right aerofit, and, and what's yeah. the benefit of that then well it's it's like long training um and i'm gonna be like really honest i haven't used it very often um mm. what i have found i've been really dropping into deeper breath work regular once a week in a, in a practice and i have found that's been making a massive difference to just my overall being and the state that i'm in and when i'm in a situation now i can just like drop in drop in quite deep but the arrow fit is it is a good piece of kit um and light is really important for me so the red light therapy devices are amazing um and then also in the morning i have different lights in my house the lumi light is is beautiful for me and my kids to kind of wake up with that to flush that flush that melatonin out the body um yeah can, tell can you explain the difference between the lumi light and yeah. the red light therapy yeah so red light therapy it puts you into that for me i use it actually morning and night um and kind of after like 6 p.m i try to keep all the the artificial blue light out of the house um and kind of drop into that red zone and it's kind of that old kind of ancestral living where we used to watch the sunsets go down and kind of if you watch fire before you go to sleep you'll always notice you'll have a deeper sleep um mm. And with the the Lumi light in the morning, it's kind of getting that big flush of light through your body, so your body knows it's time to wake up. Um, and I actually noticed a big difference, like with my kids, with like how their kind of how their energy levels are for the day when we do the Lumi light and we don't do it, and also the red light. Like my daughter, she just she's a bit of a red light junkie at night. She just sleeps with the red light on it as well. Um, and it's great for kids if you like kids want the light on at night. To have a red light blasting at night instead of having these led lights that are just keeping him awake because my son had one in his room and an led one and he just wouldn't sleep for the for that pretty much that week i ended up bidding it um so yeah light is a very important part of how our body's functioning um i was about to ask um Amon, what what the science was behind that for me is how i feel like that i don't mm. research deeply into everything i do and that's okay. something and what how i how i measure stuff is how i feel mm -hmm. um, and for me it, the the science for me is that i sleep my my deep sleep is really good you mm. know i have nearly three hours of deep sleep two hours 50 my average two hours 30 around that um and, also, and how do you measure that Amon? i what? use a aura ring um the aura um yeah a good piece of tech definitely um feels a bit matrixy sometimes because they're tracking everything but uh, <laughs> but data is key to know because a lot of these different machines and products and i've kind of been through the i've brought so many different things and all of them do really do do something mm -hmm. uh, but the ones that you want the ones that are marginally the like the sauna for me is something that genuinely like makes my body feel amazing mm -hmm. uh, the hyperbaric another like my brother's got ibs he's been using it for a few weeks and it really helps him sleep better every day is that right yeah it's been had a massive impact on him it's been really his... like on him with his ibs for the last few weeks so that direct impact on his quality of life 
Yeah, yeah. From it. That's it. It's, it's just beautiful. So the mm. tech is amazing, but also it's not necess- it's not a necessity to get to the barrier of of having optimal health. Like it's all and that's where I think the biohacking for me was a little bit like it was all about the gadgets and kind of and then it's an industry, isn't it? That's what another I... industry, yeah, it's another industry. And I brought into that industry quite well. And like, yeah, and 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 what yeah. and it's a good industry to be honest. Yes. Yeah, it's promoting good stuff, so why not? And some of the biggest players in that industry are promoting beautiful things. So mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah, it's be- it's a beautiful space. But um yeah, then I kind of got onto like trauma and release work and so and- let me let me just ask about that. So okay, <laughs> we go we're going from this quite and I would say, and I might get shouted down by this, but you know, biohacking world is quite a man-centric world. It's quite male. I know there are women, you know, we've got people like particularly, yeah. you know, Davinia Taylor, who's working hard to promote biohacking with women. But um, you go from that to the trauma recovery. How did you how did you move from one to the other or did it um, lead into that for you? So it was. So I actually it, no, not really. It was a bit of a, a, a mix of everything that I was doing um and then there's a lot of things that were bubbling up like my health was really good but then my mind wasn't really well did you Um, know you had trauma i kind of always i had a tough childhood i had a really Mm -hmm. tough childhood and when my dad um left me when i was quite young Mm. um, kind of came from a broken home and money problems and kind of Mm -hmm. um yeah, um, classic entrepreneur story, making loads of money, going bankrupt, and all these, yeah, these, yeah, the classic, it was the classic. So I had a lot of things that I didn't unpack, um, and my life was being controlled by these thoughts, by these programs that were running through me. And then I actually, someone mentioned something about um, ayahuasca, so it's a, a psychedelic drink, uh, medicine, and that was two years ago and I went to drink that in Spain um, and it, that was a big catalyst for me to un- unrelease a lot of this trauma that was alive inside of me. And again, for those people that don't know about ayahuasca, can you just give a short little pricey about how that works and how it helped release trauma? Uh, yeah, um, it's a plant from the Amazon and... I don't know the history like hugely like you can find some really good stuff on Google information mm. about that. but for me what it was for me it was an opening of my soul mm. and an experience that really shook me to my core and it was um was beautiful at the same time, but she brought up a lot of darkness inside me and a lot of the stuff that I was hiding from and a lot of the stuff that I didn't actually know was affecting me. Um, yeah. That was the big thing, like the sub, like the subconscious part of what I was affecting my daily life. I didn't even know and it just all came, it came mm-hmm. up. And that was the real catalyst for, for my, for this deep kind of yearning to start changing what was controlling me 
So it opened um, something, it opened, it released something within. Yeah. That allowed you to step into this more. Step into this more, yeah, just like to understand what trauma was and how it was affecting me. And and I have a very like strong personality in the sense if I do something, I don't just do a little bit. I'm going to go all in and I'm going to find out everything. And I'm, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm I see not, this. I see this yeah, in you. Like, <laughs> If I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and there's nothing that's ever going to stop me from doing it. And that and that's uh, it can be quite dangerous as well because it, it can take you to places. It's. Uh, I imagine that's been part of your journey, Aman. <laughs> it, it has, yes, it has definitely. Um, but I'm grateful for that part of me as well because it's the one that really shows up, and it, it's the it's the life force in me that kind of kind of show knows this is the right thing to do and this was the first time in my life that I've really felt I've done a lot of businesses in my past and still own businesses but this is what I do right now is this is my work and this is my purpose in life and I'm really so grateful to have found a deep purpose um mm -hmm. so after that medicine journey it was like this new rabbit hole had opened up for me and things were getting released and then there was yeah it was just a lot of integration a lot of a kind of um and then and the thing was with me like I've done it really fast so I went like really hard into a lot of different different modalities really fast and there was a lot of times where people were saying like oh you know you're going crazy you're doing this too fast you need to integrate you need to like Mm. I was like, no, I know what I need. Like, this is, I need more of this. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a wild ride <laughs> to say. Um, yeah, it was super wild, super scary, but super like me. Like, this, I was getting, I was peeling back the layers of this mm. onion that, that, you know, I kind of say that this, we're just these onions. And it doesn't have to be trauma. It doesn't have to be anything. It's just the conditioning that has been put onto us from being born. That's what I'm sort of uh, picking up on is you said something that in interested me earlier on about, um, about it was almost like following this innate feeling, you know, people were going, no, you can't, you can't go that fast. And you're like, mm. no, 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 I can. And it feels like there was actually this, beautiful acceptance of yourself that's mm. much more that's full of compassion for the part of you that perhaps other people hadn't valued or had mm. told you was something that you should be ashamed of mm. and I, I I love that about the work that you do you know and I know that you you sort of really embrace that the, the shadows and, and the light and then integrating that all into the self mm. yeah it, that, and that's the um for me like there's a lot that comes up around like how we really see our traumas and what we and where we play with them like where we really go into kind of healing these parts of us and there's a lot of like love light and all this and that's beautiful it really is and i've been in that place where there's a lot of love and light and, and um you know we've especially like with medicine with medicine journeys it can be quite profound um but the real work for me is when you go into this darkness 
and you go into the and for me this is where we were this is where we are made in the fires and down and where we can actually really start shedding these layers to come back up to be to be the love to be the light um but that's a it's a like it's a scary place as well yeah it it's a really scary place to face all your demons and especially as a man in this world to really say that you're struggling or you're in pain you're not seen and you have all these worries and people like you have to hold the world up on your shoulders but also you don't as well you can ask for help and it's something that it's hard to do ask for help i've, I've always found it very hard to do is asking for help um but it's something that i'm really embracing you know and asking of the yeah i i I think that's um again that's a really beautiful thing because I think you're one of those people who um are always there with open arms to offer help if it's needed you know if it's if it's requested um so Aman given that you've raised this uh about the sort of I suppose the social construct of what it is to be a man and um how hard it can be sometimes to ask for help um can you speak a little bit more about that and the what you're offering at little earth center mm, yeah so it's something um so men's work i heard this phrase about a year ago and i was just it didn't really resonate much with me um, i've been to a lot of retreats over the last couple of years um different types of training um from like psychedelic retreats to trauma release treats from ista from tantra retreats to um yeah and what i kind of when i do these things like i'm, I'm always looking for what messages i'm getting where where is my next piece of work to go into what's this calling because the a calling and purpose come from the it's deep within us and it takes time to to navigate into that and i'm always looking for show me the signs where where my work is next and i was at this um training um ista training um it's a tantric training course and it just showed me my work is with men and this is where i need to go and from there it was like okay this is interesting and then i just completed last two months so yeah two three months ago um something called emergence of brotherhood in spain and it was the most profound week of my life um mm. I can really speak about what it what it done and changed for me like it really changed how I seen my partner That's interesting in yeah. in what way has that changed I was playing a bit of a victim sometimes with my partner and not not being like fully seen by her and I, and me like asking her cuz she wasn't on this journey with me mm. um and this can be a quite a difficult thing for for couples to go through when one when one partner is on a spiritual journey and the other partner is not and it can be a really strong divide um yes and 
for me there's a way it was there's a big battle there but it, it was beautiful because it was work as well like i knew this is a part of my work um mm-hmm. everything that's not right in my life is something that i'm calling in i don't blame the external world it's me um so what emergence gave me was these beautiful insights to how i haven't really been seeing my partner i haven't really been showing up for her um how as a as a father and a husband how parts of me wasn't fully present with them um and it really brought presence into my life and just really and to be held with other men in this space like that was just i've just never experienced anything like it like what, the, what was it about that experience that was so unique for you i think to drop to that deep vulnerability place where you can be fully seen by another man and show everything like you know drop the competition because we we've, we've got it we've all got it inside us the mm. competition oh he's got that he's got this job or he's got this much money or he's this successful he's having this much sex he's having this much that like these are all just stories that we kind of build into ourselves nice. and i'm going through this horrible time or this is me and this is but really collectively as men we're all going through the same thing because we're mirrors of each other and the more men you speak to the more men are struggling and it's difficult for and there might be different narratives in the story what we're struggling about but there's a struggle there mm. and you and having the support i was having someone just to say you know what i'm I, like a few weeks ago i was really struggling with little earth i was really struggling with it i built this beautiful place and i was feeling depleted i felt like wow this is taking from me but not and not giving me and i spoke to my brothers on from emergence we had a um a zoom call and i was just there like i need just like like i'm struggling and just to say that i'm struggling with other men and and be be seen by them and held by them was just like wow and it just lifted this thing from me and it just yeah it's just this power of just being seen by other men and being held and just collectively working together to grow instead of having competition dropping all the bullshit dropping all the the programs that have been running to separate people and just sharing love between men it's just it's it's so powerful so uplifting and yeah since i've come back like my relationships really changed with my partner how we're both seeing each other how she's relating with me and it was chaos when i got back there was so much chaos and so much like uproar and like yeah it felt like the whole world was changing around me but i knew that what emergence gave me was how to hold my center as a man how to be that man in in my energy in that dark masculine to be able to be able to actually deliver like safety because that's what my wife needed from me was safety and it's to, just to deliver safety yeah wow and presence like deep presence and the safety is in being fully present that's it that is mm-hmm. it literally that is it just to hold space for her and i know from my again i speak of my experience with you 
with Brian Morrison, who's also been on the podcast with Lisa Shabbos, who hasn't yet been on, but will be. Um, that is what I feel when I work with you all that, you know, that's um, the safety in you being all three of you being fully present. It's, it's, it is very, it's very unique. Mm. Part of me is a bit sad about that. Mm. Thank you. I really receive that and appreciate appreciate them words. Well, I hope that um, people who are listening to this podcast who are, are interested in you know well being and and the retreat aspects, or even if they're locally in Wolverhampton, come and yeah. you know access some of all of these wonderful um, things on offer at the Little Earth. Yeah, and it's um, a place of just like. Like I've created it in the middle of a city. Like it's you know it's in the middle of a city. It's this little crazy year and a dome and like these. It's it's a bit magical. But the thing is, why I've opened it in a city because this is where the work needs to be done. This is mm. where real healing needs to be taking place, not in the middle. Like, and the, there's beautiful retreat centers in the middle of nowhere, and there yeah. and credit to them, beautiful. But like. For me, my work is in the fires. This is where people need it the most. And that's yeah. why, you know, it was a big, it was a bit of a, a big step and a big, you know, there's, there's noise there sometimes. There's people, it's not, it's not perfect 100%, but also that's life. Like, life but isn't is that, a, that's real, isn't it? This is real. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love so much about it. And it's across the road from my house. I get to, it's, it's beautiful and like i just want to share it with people i just want people to come there and to and i and i had this beautiful little download the other day of like i want people to come to little earth and i want them to leave a little bit better and also leave little earth a little bit better as before they found it and i was just thinking like imagine if we just found when we meet somebody we just leave them a little bit better than we found them how profound the world would be and the ripple effects that it could cause that when you have that coffee from that person serving you just sit there and speak to him for a minute just leave him better than you found him and we could all do this and we're just we're all healing each other we are the medicine you know you don't have to go and drink ayahuasca you don't have to take mushrooms you don't have to do any of this stuff because you've got everything inside it's all in here that's just the accessing it that there is when you say about the mushrooms and the medicine though, but there is something very powerful and you've already um, mentioned, you know, our ancestral way of being, but there's something very powerful about ceremonial events though, aren't there? Oh yeah. I feel like um, ceremony with plant medicines is like one of the most profound experiences of your life. Um, and it's really it's had the biggest impact on my life. Mm. Like, there's nothing been more impactful. Um, there, there has been a lot of things impactful, but that was, yeah, definitely, definitely the 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 ones, the top three up there, I would say, yeah, um, ceremonial mm. processes with medicine work has been really, really profound and, and helping me work through things. Um, mm -hmm. 
and releasing it's like 10 years of therapy in five six hours but what what i would say with this kind of work is really learning to ground and learning to be in the body and before you think about medicine work and mushrooms and ayahuasca and all these things like first can you center yourself in 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 yourself and you know with the cold with the breath with the meditation with and meditation can look like everything you could you could be screaming in the woods for an hour if you really want to that's mm -hmm. meditation um there's so just really being able to like home your energy in um and something i've really been playing with lately is the energetical side of our bodies like we go to the gym we go to all these to, to feel good and look good but then what's in the center what are you doing to actually clean the energy with what's running inside your body um so a big thing for men is like around semen retention and yeah. how we actually bring life force back into ourselves um so that's something that i've been practicing for a few years now and it's a really strong practice to really center yourself again in in that energy um so that's I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes i had like a really amazing healing session a few weeks ago where i had my energy cleared down um yeah and that was and i really felt a big lift after that as well like a like an up an uplift in my in the power that i have to give um because a lot of this work when you're working with people as well like it it takes a lot to show up every day and i was just i was thinking that you know with 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 the work that i do and how you know as a psychotherapist we do supervision to take care of ourselves um and you know that's that's what you're talking about isn't it because you are you know you're holding space for people how do you nourish yourself and keep your cup full yeah so really deeply looking after yourself and this is i had this 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 issue with little earth a few weeks ago where mm -hmm. I really felt like I've opened this beautiful space and all like we was doing loads of breath work there and all these other um, amazing things. And then it came to a point where I was like, I was really tired. I was like drained. I was like, this is, doesn't feel right. Like I've opened this place for, for, for my own healing and for other people's healing, but really it's taking from me and not giving to me. Um, yeah. Then I just switched the narrative within my mind and like, stop this like stop because what i used to say we'd have a breathwork ceremony i'd be thinking is it hot enough is it cold enough is everyone comfortable and now like i really just switch off i go into that space and i i, I treat myself like i'm a participant in that room and i just enjoy this beautiful space because everything else i can't control i can't control if it's too hot i can i can put the heating on but to an extent if someone's like i can't control any of it so it's it's really this mind of ours how deeply we can get inside it and just start instead of the mind controlling us we're controlling the mind so it's yeah and now the space just feels like yes i just this is this is i love it i just absolutely love being in the space now again um so that was a really interesting like and and i felt like it was the energy side like me not looking mm. after myself so not eating properly not working out and now like going deeper into my route like, i'm doing yoga for three hours a day now so like it's um yeah, yeah three hours five days a week is pretty intense um 
but also just having some fun as well like this healing journey we have to have a giggle have a laugh you know not take life too seriously as well like it's not all trauma and healing yeah so that's interesting isn't it so can you speak of how you invite the joy and the playfulness into your world you know what just being silly sometimes just sitting like for me like just sitting and just talking about some random stuff, the rabbit hole. And also, like, the interactions, like, with people who come to Little Earth. Like, I just love mm. taking people down rabbit holes. Like, yesterday, this this beautiful lady came. And, like, we started talking about menstrual cycles. I have a, a fascination with women's menstrual cycles, the way their oh, bodies... You are t- you're talking to the right person here, the yeah. queen of menopause. <laughs> Listen, it's, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> and it was, it was this amazing conversation. I was like... She's like, you just told me so much about my own menstrual cycle that I didn't even know. And I'm like, <laughs> this is what gives me joy in my life, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then just sharing, like really sharing with people, like just from my heart and just just like, yeah, just let's just change the world, man. We've got the power within ourselves to change the world. And it's fun. Like it doesn't have to be. There's a place to be serious and there's a place to really heal our bodies and minds and mm. Also, you can have fun doing that. Um, so I invite, yeah, I'm always, yeah, I don't take myself serious. Like, I I, I say I don't know nothing because the truth is I don't. Do I know what I'm doing on this planet? I don't. But my friend shared with me the other day because I was saying this thing. He goes, but you know a way. And all I do is know a way to live mm. a bit better. And that's for me is my kind of, yeah, I just know a way. But do I know what I'm doing? Fuck, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just doing what I'm doing um, and just trying my best and sharing. Yeah, You've been, I mean, your journey has just been, I mean, mind-blowing, really. I mean, the fact that you created this in in the space of a year I mean and then you say to me I was feeling a little bit depleted I'm like (laughs) really (laughs) because I would you know I watch you you were out you know Amar didn't just get people in to do all this he was out there he was doing it he was doing the digging he was doing the creating and you know it truly is the most beautiful place it it's like hobbit land (laughs) it's uh, um it's just gorgeous the natural woods that you've used all the natural products the fact that you know that I love that you have like the natural toilet there it's you've really the attention to detail is just for for the nat- bringing the natural world into this busy chaotic city mm-hmm. is that's a beautiful juxtaposition isn't it yeah yeah it is it is and it's um it was a beautiful process of building it and i really enjoyed that that um real letting create because i had no plan zero plans i just originally it was just a dome and then that was it and then it just like every day i would arrive there and like okay today we're gonna build this and it needs to be a circle it needs to be this void it needs to be shaped like a mushroom it needs to be this mm-hmm. And credit to my builders because like they really, they really got involved in it, and they could see what I was creating. Mm. Um, even like the fire pit, it was just a hole, and then my cousin came and told me to build a fire pit there. And we just dug, dug, and dug, and then we ended up putting a fire pit in the ground. And 
it's been a beautiful process but now i feel like what it's given me is a place for me to start really facilitating and dropping into deeper facilitation um and what i've really it's been a, a deep yearning of mine for a long time to step into that power but there's been this imposter syndrome i've felt sometimes and these things i've been mm. getting away and even like this conversation today you know as we spoke i had a lot coming up for me because i've never spoken on camera or on a mm -hmm. podcast really ever spoke on camera yeah um but i feel like I want to share. Yeah. I don't care who listens because I just want to share. And I want to share from a, a place of authenticity for myself. And mm. yeah, hopefully it gives somebody something and we can meet and connect. And I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited to see the change in this world because collectively people are really changing and looking for different things and looking for support like the amount of brothers I have reached out to me now is just it's beautiful and it, it feels so honored to to be in that space where someone can reach out to you and feel safe yeah, yeah. there's so much hope and optimism in all of that I, I just feel warm from head to toe that's <laughs> uh, it's it's really lovely and I suppose that brings me on to my sort of final question for you which is what what have you got coming up at Little Earth Centre what are future projects there um yes yeah, so we so the big the big thing coming up soon is this that we've got the men's retreat in February uh -huh. um, called emergence of emergence of roots um and it's an introduction into men's work um and then there's a, an emergence of brotherhood that's held in spain um in may and that's a bigger week-long um a week-long transmission and that's gonna be yeah that's coming in february and then we've got a lot of a lot of different interesting programs that we're kind of creating at the moment so yeah, I really want to offer a wide spectrum of different like modalities for people to come and experience and then, okay, oh, I like this. I'll come and like dive a little bit deeper in there. Mm -hmm. And also I want to be able to like guide people into like, oh, this is what's working for me. Like if this is something that you can explore and, you know, if, if it like tickles you, go and go and try this. So mm -hmm. and everyone who works at, Li at Little Earth, like, I've personally worked with them. Um, so it's kind of, and if I haven't worked with them, I'll, I won't advertise them to start with. I'll kind of work with them and then do their workshop and then let, because I want to just, everything that comes there is literally an extension of me. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really important that the, the practitioners, because everyone who does come through the practitioners are amazing. They really are amazing people um and it's just creating safety like the place is just there to create safety for people and and for practitioners to practice what they want to practice and find their magic and share that magic with people so it's a it's a real gift and it's the best job in the world like i had a meeting last week with somebody for a gong bath and he brought a gong bath to the meeting and i was lying there and he's giving me a gong bath i was like how is this my life oh, <laughs> I, I mean 
what is not to love about a gong bath? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get somebody on the podcast to talk about that as well because oh, yeah, they're yeah. wonderful. Um, but um, yeah. Aman, thank you so much for all of that sharing and for anybody listening who wants to find a little bit more information about yourself and um, and the Little Earth Centre, we'll put it in the show notes so people can um, make contact with you. But I just want to say a massive thank you so much. It's meant so much to me to have you on here as somebody who's been a big part of my journey over the last few years. So I'm hugely grateful to, for you to give up your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you. Amazing for having me on. And yeah, really enjoyed it. Good luck for the future with Little Earth. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it gave you the opportunity to learn a little bit more about therapy and what might work for you. If something in today's episode resonated, then please check out the show notes for more details. I'd love to hear your feedback on today's episode. And you can find me over on Instagram and Facebook at what's underscore your therapy. I'd love it if you could take the time to leave a review and don't forget to press follow if you want my show to automatically download every week. I can't wait to speak to you on the next episode. In the meantime, please know you're doing your best. Bye.